Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Justin Fields starting at his own 26 for the second straight possession without DJ Moore on the field. And on first down, Fields off play fake. Flush to the left, wants to load up, wants to go deep for Cole Komet, who comes back to get it at the 21-yard line. Working against Jalen Thompson, Komet for 53 and a Bears first down. Gabe and Grody right here on 670 to score. Bears take down the Arizona Cardinals in a game that it's weird, Grody, because there were games last year, there were losses that felt like wins. And then there are victories this year that feel like losses. This one, the victory over Minnesota, Minnesota 12 to 10, where they did not capitalize, didn't score a touchdown, didn't capitalize on turnovers. Yeah, and it's something. And we get to talk to our next guest about it. Did he feel like this game was lost? I know the answer. No. Because he loves the Bears and he loves Justin Fields. Uh, he's joining us right now on the Circus Sports <laughs> Illinois Hotline. He is nine-year NFL veteran, and that's as much of his resume that I'll give, unless you want to go Google it and find out what else he's popular for. Uh, it is Clay Harbor right here on 670 Sequoia. Clay, what up, man? What's up, Gabe? What's up, Grody? Good talking to you guys, especially after a big Bears win. I know Gabe's going to be sipping on some haterade over there, but you know, overall, I thought this was a big team win. This defense looking good. We still got some stuff to do for the offense with an injured DJ Moore, Cole Komet injured. I thought they played well, and I thought they showed a lot of promise at this point in the season. I know six and nine. This team could just be nine and six. I'll tell you something, six and nine with an opportunity to, to tack on two more victories uh, because, you know, they're going to want to beat Atlanta, uh, a team who's certainly vying for a playoff spot. But that last game of yep. the season is go like that is the playoff. That is the Super Bowl for the Bears, I feel like. <laughs> like if you lose again to Green Bay, like, every, like everybody's going to try to get hyped for that game is what I'm saying. Uh, but let's, let's stick with this one, uh, Clay. You know, Justin Fields, if you're looking at his stat line, 15 for 27, Buck 70 had the touchdown and the inopportune uh, interception. Uh, what, what, when you watched his performance, did it stick out to you like someone you're still trying to get behind, or, or, or how did you view it? You know, there were ups and downs, and there were some good and some bad. And to me, the bad was he wasn't efficient enough. He had a 71 rating against the team that had a 103 passer rating against coming into that game, which was the second worst in the NFL. This is a defense. I watch film that everybody's carving up. Quarterbacks are carving up. So I expected Justin 
to have a bigger game throwing the ball. Now, that being said, Komet goes down early. He's, he's banged up to even start the game. DJ Moore banged up to start the game. Watching the tape there, he was obviously not 100% throughout the game. I feel like Mooney didn't have a good game. Mooney showed, okay, these guys are hurt. You're going to have to be the number one option. I feel like he didn't step up there. He could have did a better job. So I think that all wasn't Justin's fault. I thought the offensive line did a pretty good job. Darnell Wright had probably his worst game of the year for me. I thought he gave up five hurries. Braxton Jones played okay. But the interior offensive line, surprisingly, I've been critical of these guys. I thought they played pretty well overall. Uh, Kobe Whitehair, uh, obviously we're talking about Lucas Patrick there as well. And uh, you know, with Tevin being out, I thought that'd be tough. Nate Davis could have did better. But overall with Justin, I thought where he made the difference was running the football. And that's something that you have to count. If you're just looking at throwing the ball, yes, he didn't show me that he's 100% this guy that can go in and win a game throwing the ball, but he did show that he can do some things that only one other guy in the league can do, and his name is Marvin or Lamar Jackson, and he's in line to be the MVP of the league. So in my opinion, I thought Justin did help his stock here, help his, his case for staying as the Bears starting quarterback, but I think if you're looking for a quarterback that's going to sling it and be this big-time passer and throw for 300 yards a game, yeah, you're probably not going to want to stick with Justin, Justin Fields. But if you are looking for a guy that can win games in different ways, I think continue to build on this, this offense, build it around him, do, do things that he does successful, that he does well, then you still can have a guy that's borderline superstar if you, if you use him right, and he has the potential for that. I'm not saying he's that now. But if you're looking, it depends on what you're looking for in the offense. You want to throw the ball around? Draft Caleb Williams, Drake May, maybe. Justin isn't that guy, but he can win games doing a lot of different things. What I struggled to, to get past, Clay, and you laid it out really well, but you did say something early in your answer, and that is you saw some good, you saw some bad. And that yeah. is that is what we get from Justin Fields. There is a lot of good. You know, there is. Yeah. Like those, those connections with, with Cole Komet were great, finding Mercedes Lewis. And, you know, we've seen, we have seen improvement throughout this year. I want to know how you get past that because obviously you support Justin Fields. And if you had it your way, it sounds like you'd like Justin Fields to be around in the future. But how do you get past the bad part of games? Because that's not tenable. Yeah. No. So here's, here's my thing, Grody, is Justin Fields, you can, you can see these flashes that you can win games with this guy. Okay. So for me, you see what you have, you know what you have, and that's a quarterback that's not perfect, but I feel like he's getting better. And you know that you can win games with this guy. And if you build off this and you keep improving, he can be a guy that's a top 10 quarterback. I, th I think everybody could say you can see that in his near future. He mm. takes another step next year. Really? Oh, so you so, think he could be top 10? You still you get, you got that down for him, huh? Yeah, I think right now, I mean, with the, all the statistics and numbers, he's around 15 or so. I think, yeah, he could take a jump into top top 10 territory. But maybe that the, the bottom uh, part of that range. But I think he has that. And I think if you're drafting somebody, you really don't know what you're getting. I mean, it's a coin flip. You look at the two guys, the three guys you drafted at the top of the, the league last year. Obviously, we can't say Anthony Richardson. He looked like he was playing well before he got hurt. But Bryce Young, in, in a parallel universe, uh, Mike Tannenbaum's making the calls here. The Bears don't have D.J. Moore. They don't have Darnell Wright. And they have Bryce Young just getting sacked and throwing to Mooney and Komet again, no DJ Moore. 
Hold on, hold on. They would have traded Justin for something at that point, and you would have used that draft pick on someone. And then maybe that offensive tackle, you wouldn't have landed there. You wouldn't have landed at 10, so you wouldn't have that offensive tackle, surely. Yeah, you would have had Bryce Young. Bryce Young and a second-round wide receiver, maybe? Exactly. So here's my thing, is now if you trade this pick and you get a similar haul, you can get another player just like you got DJ Moore. You can get another number one player that's already proven. Then you can get another two draft picks, just like you did this year. And then you build your team that way instead of just drafting the quarterback all all around. The problem is the ceiling, though, Clay, and I think that's what a lot of people have an issue with. It's Gabe Ramirez, Mark Grody, uh, talking to nine-year NFL veteran Clay Harbor here on 670. The score as we fill in for Parkinson Spiegel. And I think – that I think that's what's it for most people, myself included, right? Like those people that are out on Justin Fields, it isn't a we don't think he's good, so therefore we don't want him as our quarterback anymore, right? It's more so yeah. it's more so the opportunity presents itself to take a quarterback that will be better than Justin Fields. And I think that with what Justin Fields has proven so far, people are okay with the idea of gambling on a different quarterback that has the potential, not that there's no potential for him to be better than Justin Fields, that yeah. there is the potential for him to be better, better, significantly better than Justin Fields. That exists, and I think people are willing to take that chance because, as Mark Grody said earlier in our show, the numbers that Justin Fields is putting up is replaceable. No, absolutely. He's got a 60.7 completion percentage. Tyson Bajan has a 66 completion percentage. you got to get better there. 15 touchdowns, nine interceptions. Obviously, got to get better there. He has a lot of turnovers, and you know, overall, he, he's got an 84.5 rating. These are all numbers he's got to improve on. We look at that, yes, 100%. I agree that he, he's, he's got to improve, but we also got to account for his running ability and his just playmaking ability. And Clay, I think you saw some of that yesterday. Clay, let me ask you this because I know you played in the league for nine years. Was there, yeah. was, and, and what we hear a lot from these players is full on support for Justin Fields. And I'm sure the same was for you in the locker room where you just had to, and or maybe you did genuinely believe. But was there ever a time where you believed in someone wholeheartedly, but then looking back, you were like, ooh, I was wrong? Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I experienced that. I would say in, you know, in Jacksonville, we were there, and, and we drafted a young guy. And uh, he wasn't a guy that was extremely hardworking like, like Justin or – you know, had the locker room, like, just floored by his work ethic and how he does things. But, you know, I thought he was going to be a player. I thought he did the things right, and he had a big arm. He's a big guy that can move. His name was Blake Bortles. And we drafted him with the third overall pick, and I thought, you know, Blake has everything you need. I'm watching this guy. He's 6'5". He can throw the ball 70 yards. He he can move. He can scramble. He's got a decent feel in the pocket. He's just a playmaker. And You know, Bortles didn't have a terrible career, but he just never panned out to be that quarterback that was, you know, like we're trying to figure out with Justin Fields here. Is this guy, you know, somebody that can be a number one quarterback? So for me, yes, that was that was a thing. It was a number of guys. Some people thought Blake could be the guys, and somebody, some people thought no, he wasn't. So I've been there before, and it's tough to figure out. But at some point, yeah, you you got to make that decision, and you know, do you want to be a guy that like Blake? That's you know, kind of middle of the road mediocrity he was averaged about 60 completion percentage and 85 rating in his career and it wasn't terrible but wasn't great and that's when they made they made the decision to, to go another direction and 
Blake never never picked up his career after that, and and you know that's something I was wrong in. But the players do love Justin. They stand behind him, and I think that's something that does matter. They everybody wants this guy. They want to follow this guy into battle. So I think if you keep him, that's an extra reason, some extra motivation for this team to be successful for him. Blake Bortles meet Mitch Trubisky. Like I was thinking of those two, man. Yeah, yeah. Like three quarterbacks taken in, in the first round of that 2014 draft. Blake Bortles was one. I was trying to see like who else did they pass up on? Johnny Manziel was uh, taken 22nd by the Browns, and then Teddy Bridgewater, last pick in the draft or the first round. Remember that Minnesota? Yeah. Right well, the, the the point I think too is to both of you guys is that. There's a lot of misses in the quarterback world. There there are not many guys who come out that we tout and say this is the next whomever and then they become that. There's very yeah. few examples of it. So and we're we are doing it again. We are doing I mean, there's a texter right now that's saying, What what proof do you guys have that Caleb Williams is gonna be great? And really the proof is everybody says he's gonna be great. So, you yeah. know, Trevor Lawrence, another guy who really has not lived up to the expectations. He was the 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 can't miss kid superstar. Mm-hmm. He's not there yet either. Yeah, he he was actually probably the biggest prospect, I'd say since Andrew Luck. Yes. Everybody knew he was gonna be successful. And he did have a solid year last year, but you look at the system that he went into. I mean, you can't get better than that. You have Doug Peterson, who was an NFL quarterback for 10 to 15 years. He was an off, he was a quarterback coach. When I played on the Eagles, he was my quarterback's coach. He was an offensive coordinator on the Chiefs. This guy was an offensive mind. He brings in Mike McCoy, a former offensive coordinator, a former head coach to be an assistant to him. Press Taylor from Philly, former quarterback coach to be his offensive coordinator. Jim Bob Jim Bob Cooter, a former offensive coordinator, to be a, another offensive system assistant. So you get all these guys around Trevor Lawrence, and he still was unsuccessful. So I'm just thinking maybe you put more behind Justin. You get him another coach or two that knows how to coach him, knows how to do a better job with his mechanics in the pocket. Can he get the ball out faster? I don't know if he has the guys around him that could coach him to do that. Maybe that's something you look at. I'm not saying you bring back Getsy Anfield. I'm saying if you keep Fields, maybe you bring in a coordinator that has a little bit more of an imagination, a guy that can kind of put an offense around Justin instead of putting Justin in an offense. Okay, this guy has some ability that you can use in a lot of different ways. And I think if you watch even Philadelphia Eagles with the run-pass option stuff they do, not having a great year this year, but you look at last year with Hurts, this year with Hurts, he's still doing good things, better than Fields. I don't think he's that much more talented than Justin. He runs a lot of zone read, run pass options. They have a good, solid offense with some big receivers on the outside. Maybe use that pick to put another big receiver on the outside like Hertz has, and you'll see some things that Justin does that improves to almost at least that level. Clay, you've been, I think, ahead of a lot of people when it's come to evaluating Cole Komet. I mean, well before he got the the big money, you were saying that yeah. this guy is about as complete of a tight end as there is in the NFL, and they're just just summarizing what you had said in the past, like maybe a year ago. There just aren't that mm-hmm. many great tight elite tight ends, so you got to sometimes good is really good to have on your team. But I want to ask you specifically, why has Cole Komet gotten better at being a receiver? He's gotten, he's, for me, watching Cole Komet has been a, a great, just showing what preparation and practice does. He's, he's always been a quick guy, a fast guy for a size. And, Grody, you know how, I don't think Chicago knows how big this guy is. I've been on the field at training camp before, 
I've told Gabe this, and I'm, I look back, oh, that's Cole Komet? <laughs> yep. This dude looks like Gronk. I played with I played, played with Gronkowski. I played with Martellus Bennett. I played with Eric Ebron. This dude is big, and he can run. Now what I'm seeing is he's figuring out the idiosyncrasies of route running. With his releases, one thing I always notice is he would always, if he's running, say, left, a corner route, he's always taking an outside release. And going left, that's something that defensive backs can play off of. You see that on film. Now he's switching up his releases. He'll release inside toward an outbreaking route. That's, for me, that's showing the next step, the evolution of a tight end, of a route runner. He's doing these different things in a man-breaking route. Now he's releasing inside to go outside, releasing outside to go inside. He's playing with his releases. He's playing, he's pressuring the defensive backs the opposite way. He's just become a much better route runner. And I think that's the mm-hmm. biggest thing. Obviously, he's got the big body. He can make the plays, but his route running has become so good. And I've always, I thought this guy could play from the beginning. He's a guy that gives you 100% in the blocking games. And for whatever reason, he doesn't get the best PFF blocking. Great. What He's not asked to cut off defenders like most tight ends in the NFL right now. He is on the front side of plays. It is so hard to find an every down tight end that you can put on the front side of plays. Most guys, you put them on the front side of the play and the tight end, you're arc releasing them to a safety. You're sifting them backside to cut off the defensive end. You're doing something that Cole Komet can handle a defensive end. That is not easy to do for a tight end that weighs 260, 265 to block a defensive end that's 300 pounds, and he can do it. And he's also showing what he can do in the passing game all around. I think Komet is a top five tight end, and they got him at a discount. It's a great point that you bring up because uh, Clay certainly has been on Komet, you know, since the very beginning, and just been speaking so highly of him, saying he's the first person that should have got the extension as he did. Uh, we're talking two former tight end, nine-year NFL vet Clay Harbor here on six seventy. The score: Gabe Ramirez, Mark Grody, filling in for Parkins and Spiegel. Clay, when you and I were on a couple weeks ago, bro, someone called in and said the Bears should use the number one pick on Marvin Harrison Jr and then the number whatever other pick on Brock Bowers so that it can be Marvin Harrison Jr., DJ Moore, Cole Komet, and Brock mm-hmm. Bowers. Clay, you, yeah. still, you still feeling good about something like that? Or if not, who is the like? what is a prototypical pairing for Cole Komet? Because we've seen that Robert Tunyon ain't that dude. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I'm a little disappointed what I've seen in Tunyon this year. I think Bowers and Komet would be a, a very nice, duo right there because Bowers is a little bit smaller. He's not small, but he's six four. He'll probably weigh in at like 235, 240. But this guy can move. You just look at his history. He, he missed some games this year. He still had 700, 750 yards, six touchdowns. You go back to 2001, the guy had 13 touchdowns. He's a red zone threat. He's quick. He could be a little bit of that Gronk Hernandez type tight end. Those are two guys that were in my draft class. Rod Gronkowski, and Aaron Hernandez, I remember being at the combine with both those guys, being at the draft day meetings with both those guys. Those guys complemented each other well. Those are two guys could do a bunch of stuff with. I've seen Brock Bowers. I've seen extensively. I've, I've watched his games. And this is a guy you can put in the backfield to run a route, to pick up a blitz. You can put the slot, turn a route, put, pick up a blitz. But you can also put him outside at the Z or the X, the flanker or the split end. Because he's a guy that has the skill set to catch the ball from out there, he has a good route tree from out there. Not a route tree that you would give DJ Moore, but he's still got an extensive route tree. Most tight ends, it's hitch, slant, 10-yard uh, stop, go route from outside. Brock Bowers can run a route tree. You, you still got to guard him because he's that kind of a player. And what that does, Gabe, is that 
creates mismatches now. You can go out in 12 personnel. The defense puts in their base package because they think you're packing it in. You're going to run the ball. It's 12 personnel. Usually the correlation with that is running. But now you can split out Komet, who can play in the slot. You can put Brock Bowers outside. You can put these guys on the same side. They don't even have to be mirroring each other in the slot. You could put Bowers at a Z or an X, and that creates that puts so much pressure on defenses because matchup wise, you don't want to you don't want a linebacker guarding Brock Bowers. But you got a line if you don't got a linebacker out out there now you got a linebacker on the other side of the formation guarding DJ Moore or Darnell Mooney. Ooh. So I love the twelve personnel, and if you bring a guy like Bowers and he shows he can block in the NFL, they're not going to be able to run nickel to him. They run base packages. And then that is something huge. Then you could play around with that with the run game with Fields. I'm, I mean, I don't care what offensive coordinator you are. You bring a guy in with some imagination with those two players, including DJ Moore coming back and whatever receiver we have out there. I think that would be trouble. God, I love, I love the idea of a linebacker covering DJ Moore, and and just just because DJ Moore's so good. I mean, and that that's how you know the best wide receivers, man, so good in in one on one. You throw it up there, and he typically is going to make a play. I do want to ask you one defensive question. I want to see if your answer matches up with with what I think on this, Clay. What is yeah. the best part position group on defense? You know what's crazy is is there's two. Obviously, the defensive line's getting better. I don't think they're there yet. I think, obviously, you need another three-tech. I think Justin Jones has played pretty well this year. Yeah, yes. He has. Effect he has. He's in full force. Yeah, and I think the young guys are coming on, too. I think the linebackers have gotten better. I love, I think, Sanborn, uh, TJ, and and um, TJ and, and Edmonds have, have come along, too. But Jalen Johnson, he's he's giving up a 26 passer rating when targeted, and I like Terrell Smith. Amen. I think yeah. If you put Terrell Smith in there. <laughs> I like those two corners. That's my Jaylen answer. Terrell Smith. Yeah. <laughs> secondary, <laughs> bud. Secondary. Yeah, give me those that secondary right there. And Kyler Gordon, I was highly critical of Kyler Gordon the last couple of years. I'll be honest. This guy, he just hasn't shown to me that he could play man-to-man coverage in the NFL, especially in the slot. I'm not sure this guy's a slot defender this year. He's changed my mind. Uh-huh. I'll say I was wrong. I was talking. I was like, hey, I don't think Kyler Gordon's got it. I think that was a bad pick. He changed my mind. Kyler Gordon has played well this year. He's a guy that plays hard, and he plays heavy in the, in the run game, which, which you love. But he's also now come on in the pass game and showing he can play man-to-man. They don't play man-to-man that much, but he's shown he can do it. So, overall, I'm going secondary, Grody. Absolutely, and it's you know I I, I didn't necessarily think it was going to play out that way the way things were going early in the season. I, I said I love the secondary in training camp, but man, they are hitting their peak right now. We didn't even mention Jaquan Brisker and the yeah. work that Eddie Jackson has done this year as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think Eddie's he had an up and down year, but he's coming on late, and I think Brisker's improved. Brisker was another guy I liked. He, pop to me but then i'd see him miss a lot of tackles he'd make a big play but then he's missed. but i think he's improved greatly and i like the type of player he is once again he's a guy that loves to play in the box he had those 17 tackles the other day you know he's not scared of contact if he can stay healthy i think it'd be the long-term bear safety but here's here's the other issue though is what do you do with jalen johnson do you tag him do you try to get the long-term deal done this guy is going to take number one quarterback cornerback money now and I think he's a huge piece of that secondary. So there's another question. You're going to tag this guy? You're going to try to uh, let him walk and maybe get a compensatory pick from him? Mm, we're to find out at 4. We'll ask him. Those. Is it 4 o'clock? Yeah, Jalen Johnson? Johnson hanging out with us in a little over a <laughs> yeah. half an hour. Hey, Clay, I appreciate you hanging out with us, man, and uh, jumping on today. I uh, hope you had a great Christmas with the family.
appreciate it, Gabe and Grody. Always good, man. We'll talk to you guys soon. Most certainly. Clay Harbor right there hanging out with us. Nine-year NFL vet, played tight end. Caught some passes. Every, every time I talk to Clay, you know, his resume becomes more impressive because you're nine years, you're like, yeah. But then it's like Michael Vick. He caught passes from Michael Vick. He caught passes from Drew Brees. He caught passes from Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's that's really impressive. What was the other thing that you didn't want to talk to him about, though? You were like, you know, you, do some, you did some other thing, too. You didn't want to talk about it? What was it? Was he like... Uh, uh, I'm pretty sure I didn't, didn't want to talk about it. You didn't want to talk about it? What was it? Why, <laughs> Mom, why are you to, guys keeping secrets, Let's go to man. commercial, and I'm going to talk about it during the <laughs> commercial break. <laughs> okay. I don't know what it is. I got to find out. All right. Uh, when we come back. Uh, Grody and I are going to take part in some sort of cross-examination. Mm. Is I, that where we've come to on the name of this you segment? Know, I've been working on it, but we're <laughs> Should not we do the yet. cheesy thing and be like, hey, you guys want to help us name our nope, segments? No, no, no. Too many chiefs, not enough Indians. <laughs> I'll leave that up to you and I. Uh, so Grody and I are going to have some sort of cross-examination about questions in Chicago sports. Neither he nor I know the questions, uh, but we, we are interested in each other's thoughts. And then bouncing it around and circling back to what we think about these things. We want you guys to to participate as well. What are these questions? What are the the hot button issues in Chicago sports? We will discuss that after the break. It's Gabe Ramirez and Mark Grody filling in for Parkins and Spiegel right here on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.